Hello and good evening. My name is Josh and I'm joined as always by Aaron and Bob. We're the folks who are going to help you find the method to the madness. Reason and unreasonable. It makes sense out of nonsense because they say, okay, hear me out. Aaron and Bob, how y'all doing this evening? Fantastic. There's a lot of nonsense to be getting through tonight, by the way. What? There, yes. Yeah, there is a lot of... I was wondering what that sigh was. You seem yeah. exasperated. Lots. Stressed out a little, even. Very, very tiresome. Very just tired very of having to, to cut through the bullshit. To cut through the gaslighting that is uh, that is happening today, January 6th, 2021. Uh, it's around... Did you not hear the find the method to the madness? <laughs> yeah. Like the reason and the unreasonable <laughs> sense out of nonsense? That's kind of what we do here. Cut through the bullshit. Hey, let's take two. Aaron, how are you doing this evening? Aaron, you're fucking muted. <laughs> Oh, my bad. I muted it because the girlfriend was walking in with a dog and I didn't want to ruin your spectacular intro. <laughs> so, uh, I know I'm doing awesome, but I we had to change our plans completely today because of the big news. Um, we were going to do Antarctica and Osama bin Laden, but did you guys see that Helen Keller is trending on Twitter today? The big news of today. Very exciting. The big news. Big of news today. of today. <laughs> people finally found out the truth about Helen Keller. What, did, wait, did, the, the forty thousand people on Twitter. Did something more important than that happen? Because no, nope. unironically, no. Helen Keller trending on Twitter gave me it restored my faith in humanity slightly. I'm so fucking happy about that. But for any anyone listening, this is a uh, Wednesday, January sixth, twenty twenty one. I don't know if that day will stick out in anyone's memories, but. Um, you know, the most important thing that happened today that you may may remember from today is the whole Helen Keller story. <laughs> yeah. So what's the deal? Is she a fraud? Is is she a fake academic, a blind, deaf academic? Dude, let's let's start talking about the real news of the of the riots, <laughs> but I can't wait to talk about Helen Keller here because I'm definitely addressing that because that shit's trending in the middle of today. Of all days. that it's. I was like, what? And then I looked at it, and it's the funniest thing I've ever read. On both sides. The people arguing that she's real, and the people telling everybody she's fake. A, she's definitely fake. But the people's reasons for saying she's real is the funniest stuff I've ever read in my life. Simpin' for Helen. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. So you said something about riots. <laughs> Something okay. about riots. Dude, Helen, uh, would have, Helen Keller would have a wild OnlyFans. <laughs> so, to get to the actual news of the day, since we're going to start with uh, politics. So, today, a uh, an innocent, unarmed, peaceful protester was shot dead in the Capitol building in Washington, D.C. Just several hours ago. She was not black. No, no she was white. No, move on. Never mind. It doesn't matter. 14. So it's, it's not news. She's a 14-year veteran of the Air Force with security clearances. And the video so of her being shot is on Twitter. And you can see she was um, uh, in wow, a crowd Jack of Dorsey. people. She was in a crowd of people that was separated by the uh, from the police by a door and a window. And the police shot through the window, striking her in the chest. And she died a couple hours later, dead on arrival at the hospital. Uh, and so I, I think that's what the news is referring to when they say violent protests because the police have shot an unarmed 
peaceful protester. Uh, outside of that and some small property damage to uh, what was it, uh, corporate news like cameras and and equipment and stuff like that. Like there, oh, that there was, was no there there was no violence uh, recorded for the most part. But uh, protesters did this get guys in. had a stick and he was like whacking cameras <laughs> and like lighting <laughs> equipment. Well, apparently he stole a few uh, cell phones and hard drives. That's right. They got into Nancy Pelosi's office. They started rummaging through um, senators and congress members' uh, offices, getting hard drives, going through their emails because they left their laptops on that they evacuated. They left all of their all of their equipment on, and people j- were just left ravaging through all of it, which I find absolutely hilarious. It has to be one of like the greatest. <laughs> like, I wish I could have been there to like, steal Nancy's laptop. WikiLeaks or oh god, is is it true that Baked Alaska got her phone? That, that's that's what I heard. Uh, I have I have no idea. I'm not on that corner of the internet, okay. but it would be funny if he did. <laughs> yeah, it would be. Yeah. Um, so very interesting. The, the news media, the corporate news media has spun this in such a sinister way. I have not seen this amount of gaslighting, uh, in my life and I have not seen the GOP show their true colors since, uh, what was it? The, uh, conservative or the GOP convention to nominate Trump back in like 2015, 2016, so they've been waiting this whole time for this whole thing just to uh, pull their knives out and stab him in the back. Well, in your opinion, members, what, uh, what are they doing here with the with what like in what way is this well, so insane? So what has happened in a result of all of this? Everyone's calling it violent and an attack on democracy, which is I know that's crazy. Yeah. You know, well, it's it's complete nonsense, but at the same time, all of the the senators and congressmen uh, or the senators that were going to object to uh, um, counting the votes, the electoral votes, they have now come out and said, in wake of these quote unquote violent protests, like they they cannot in good conscience object to the certification of the votes anymore. So they're all pulling the plug. They're all just gonna, you know, that's. I mean, that, that was a part of the protesting. plan. There's videos also of the, the police. They didn't they didn't set up like a barricade. They actually removed the barricade and let the protesters come into the Capitol building. Like there was no violent in- interaction between the protesters and the police to get inside of the building. They literally just walked in. Yep. Couple scuffles. Uh, you want to talk about, dude, I wanted to talk about that. I want to talk about the conspiracy aspect of this. Like, if you are they, you know, the yeah. powers that oh, be, yeah. they wanted them to come in there. They already escorted all the people out of there, and then they're just like, yeah, come on in. Break shit. Yeah, burn the, the shit down. They, they escorted it, Nancy them Pelosi and AOC are uh, narrowly escaped with their lives. They uh, These congressmen and women were unable to... Uh, even lock the screens on their computers and close out their emails. They were in such such a hurry to escape these violent, uh, this violent, rowdy mob. Dude, it's the most planned thing ever. It's just so that you can go. They set it up that way. This is how every time that there's like uh, a, an event like this that happens, they spin it in a way to get what they want. So now they can now they have a justification. Go. Well, it's your fault. See, we were gonna, we were gonna totally do what you wanted, but we couldn't, in good conscience, do what you wanted <laughs> at the end because it's your fault. Like that's how they always spin yeah, it. Dude. 
and the cops just let them through. I mean, what is Reddit's favorite quote? This is why we can't have nice things like every fucking faggot ever says in their goddamn life and they don't understand what's happening. Well, they need, uh, need some more compliance to build up those uh, uh, nice boy point, good, good boy points. So you can get some of your, uh, you know, some of your democracy, some of your representation back. Yeah, they were just hoping that some offices would get trashed. They knew it was going to work out the way it did. I don't know why that cop shot a random shot through the door. Uh, maybe they were hoping that that would spark a bunch of a shootout with the protesters and the cops because that would be even better for them. But uh, that was crazy. I don't know why he shot through a door randomly into a crowd for no reason. Um. Yeah, it's 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 wild, but that's what you if you want this to go the way that with no one, then everyone just like getting on board and pretending that they resolved this in a way. You just have uh, you just have the cops let them into the state building for a couple hours, jump around, take some meat, you know, get some good memes out of it, like the Viking guy uh, with his sh- you know shirtless Viking man. The Viking guy's great. With the buffalo wearing like a buffalo with head, American flag on a spear or whatever. Yeah, oh, <laughs> that, dude, that awesome. guy rules. Um, but still, that's you just let them in, let them jump around for a few hours, say it's the worst thing ever, then make have hot on the presses ready to go comparisons of look at what they do when it's a Black Lives Matter protest, and look at what they do when it's white people. Look how racist we've become, and it's like, well, they didn't burn anything down yet. Just you know, just throwing it out there. <laughs> and they kind of knew they weren't going to, so they felt pretty comfortable letting them in and then calling it super violent, even though they didn't hurt anybody. Um, I don't know how you call it violent if none of the protesters hurt anybody, and the only death was a cop shooting a white chick. An unarmed That's white chick. That's not a violent protest. That's the aspect to... What's the I keep having to reiterate this. She was unarmed. Like, isn't this... <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's it's, it's sad. I feel I feel really bad for her and her family and her loved ones at this point. And she's going to be spent as a villain or spun as a villain in the media. Like, and they're also going to blame all of this on Trump. They're saying he incited this riot. They're saying he incited well, the violence. Um, did, I mean, uh, there, there's this weird narrative or uh, talking point that oh, it, Trump with a single qu- tweet could immediately stop all of this, all of this violence and destruction and mayhem. If he were to just come out and uh, talk, speak out against these crazy rioters, but um, like the, the idea that Trump just magically has, uh, with a wave of his hand, has control over these people and everything they do, it, it's it's. And wacky. The, the way all of the GOP members have jumped on like this this entire narrative, every single one of them that's jumping onto this narrative, every single one of them, they were in on it. They understood what was happening. Like the and you knew that they were planning this. It had to have been planned this way. Oh my god. Sorry, Aaron. You're you're I mean, you're yeah, the key looking, in well, depicting like the the way how what was it? The system can plan and organize such a thing. Like the way they let them in, the way that the narrative, like the, the corporate media spun it at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Like there's just too many like pieces that, that just fall perfectly in place. It's just, wow. I'm, I'm wondering too, with the, the, the media narrative, when I'm reading from the same news publication, uh, about these um, pro-democracy protesters in Hong Kong being arrested and extradited uh, and these anti-democracy um, protesters in America 
and kind of seeing what the media describes as anti-democracy. Um, what do they describe as pro-democracy? What's actually going on in Hong Kong? What is the what are they what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know what what I don't know all the context behind the, the Hong Kong thing there. But I mean to 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 go around and say that this protest and this breach of the Capitol building was an attack on democracy when the actual attack on democracy was the the fraudulent votes, the rigging of the system and everything associated with that. If you can't have like an honest amount of people voting and getting their vote counted properly and doing the vote count like as it's as democracy is intended if you can't do that right then then there is no democracy like there is no question about that like if if you can't have and, and go ahead and having a transparent process having a consistent process that states actually follow so that people can have confidence in the election um and and, and all of that so like this was a pro-democracy protest that happened today. That's that's what people are out there, you know, that's why they were out there in support of representative elections and, and representative government because they they were they're disenfranchised by what we've experienced in the last few months here in America. Exactly. So like, they're spinning as and at least being anti-democracy people or people killing democracy, then that's getting the story completely wrong. I mean, you have computer scientists and data scientists testifying in courts that they found that votes were switched from Trump to Biden. This is record testimony. There's record testimony of dead voters voting for Biden. There are there's testimony from a computer science uh, scientist that said that the voter dominion or the dominion voting machine was online and was making online um communication to like outside servers <laughs> like, <laughs> major security issue it's not supposed to do that either yeah, it's not yeah and they they ex- explicitly said it too so it's going to be really interesting to see where um uh, everyone jokes about the kraken uh it's going to be interesting to see how the kraken plays out Who, who's that one lawyer that was suing like dominion and and everything like that you know what I'm talking about? I, I don't know. Oh, okay. I can't. No. I can't remember her name. It's that one chick lawyer that the Trump team had to come out oh. like a month ago say that he, she's not on the team. She's doing yeah. her own thing. I, I forget her name. I don't know who you're talking about though. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's it's been a mess of the last few months. A mess of uh, America. A mess of democracy. And um, that's the, it. Culminates with today. It culminates with uh, people being told that violent protests are okay. Uh, and then when they, you know, have limited violent or, you know, nonviolent, limited, destructive protests that they're the, the most evil people in the world. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just it, it boggles my mind. The amount of gaslighting that the, the media is like currently doing like Fox isn't even uh, isn't any better. What are you, a white chick, Bob, talking uh, about gaslighting? Yeah, I mean, like the saying gaslighting. I mean, it's like the, the, it's the, the only the media thing, is not your machismo ex-boyfriend. It is literally the only thing that the the corporate news media does is is just gaslight yeah. and propagandize literally everything. I mean, they're the ones that are like they, they'll still go on fucking CNN, MSNBC, and Fox News and be like, "Yeah, uh, Edward Snowden is a treasonous bastard that, and you should be, you know, you know, given life." sentence and stuff like that and it's like okay well all he did was you know it's like he told the american public that they were a vi- the government was violating their rights and to 
to these talking heads, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's he's a fucking he's a traitor to the country. And it's like, oh, God, I mean, that is gaslighting. I mean, the term like, still I, I'm has a little its mixed use. on the. Yeah, I'm 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 a little mixed on the whole uh, Snowden thing. So, you know, I'm someone with who works with classified and secure information and all that. And I understand the, the value of that being secure and classified, but the whole uh, you know invasion of privacy, NSA, all of that that he revealed was essential and definitely worth more than anything he you know, that, that leaked or uh, in, without propriety. And he did a great service to the you know, the American people and their rights. So there's, yeah, it's it's not the, the media is not spinning it, uh, doing it just doing the story justice. I don't even I mean, 100% believe. The whole Snowden story. I'm not gonna lie. One guy. He it's just, a weird story. I, I listen to his Rogan interview. It's weird. Yeah, I mean, he's okay. A, he's one a guy, guy goes against the United States government, shows us that they've been spying on us the whole time, then just gets to escape to Russia and no one extradites him. Like, if they really wanted to get him, they'd just get him. He does like interviews. Why is he always the guy doing the interviews? Like, that just seems like a like a character in a big story to me. Well, but like the US can't extradite from from Russia. Come on. Come on. If they really want to I mean to. they they always I mean, like, could, I'm sure but... that yeah, if they wanted to, if there's like an under the deal table. Like if we can make our Antarctica treaty with Soviet Union, I'm sure we yeah. can get one random guy extradited from That's Russia. That's what I'm saying. Nowadays. Like oh no, they can't they they can't get in there. It gives that like illusion of like these other borders. But like come on. They if they wanted to get Snowden, they'd get him. They'd have him in America the next day. Like it just no, but that's, um, that story doesn't make any sense to me. Like it's kind of the same with Assange. Assange seems like the same character to me. Like oh, he totally leaked all this stuff, and now everyone's talking about PizzaGate pedophiles for the next you know forty years. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna make Jaeger uh, get a comment pizza when he's at the ping pong pizza. What what is? Wait, I can't even think what's called. It's something like ping pong. It is something like ping pong, isn't it? I think so. I don't don't remember. Ping pong pizza or something? Whatever. It's like uh, 10 minutes for me. But but, but with with, uh, thinking of the Snowden stuff and coming back to today, that's, um, and, you know, the government spying us on us, also spying on us that we're just like nor- okay with in our regular everyday life is big tech. Our f- phones listening to us, Google collecting all of our data. But the the interesting thing today is how immediately Twitter just threw Trump off or well suspended him and threw his tweets off. Um, you know, in in light of our, all the the violence, the horrible violence going on today, comet, and that that's that's to me the big comet. Thank you. Uh, to, to me, that's the big step of revealing the technocracy and that the you know big tech is more powerful than our uh, well do, does have authority over our president yeah of course it does and there's people that have authority over big tech like they're what halfway up the pyramid honestly like there's people above those people those companies and shit and then the the heads of those company and board members get assigned by those types of like groups that run the world. It's like obvious yeah. at this point, right? You mean I, Facebook wasn't an organic startup? Or do, 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 do. Yeah, I, I think right. I was. I think I read. Uh, it might have been <laughs> fun to look into. It might have been Glenn Greenwald's um, Twitter feed, but he was talking about how the Biden administration was already lining up multiple 
executives from Google, Facebook, and Twitter to go onto like cabinet positions and everything like that. So Jesus Christ. <laughs> also, the, the it's, funny it's, one too is uh, Bob Iger's in consideration for a China ambassador. Who, uh, who is that? The, the Disney a former CEO. He just stepped down earlier this year, but that's like right. the Disney guy. Uh, well, he stepped down to get his no, new the, job. the guy who like <laughs> pretty much <laughs> oh, the, the guy who's like you know developed the the Disney's relation relationship with China over the last you know ten or so years. Well, yeah, the, uh, yeah, him. When you said that though about the inorganic, like Facebook wasn't an organic startup. It's so funny because like there were <laughs> there are those organic startups during like the dot com era like that where it's like MySpace. It's not like Silicon Valley, the TV show. Yeah, exactly. Thomas Middleditch. Exactly. It's not just one greedy billionaire stifling everything. It's like, no. (laughs) It's like, so MySpace comes along and then these think tanks, these think tanks are like, oh, how do we take this idea and then utilize it for our own gains? And then they create Facebook. So then it has to compete. Facebook just competes against MySpace with infinity money. And then they take over as that they take over that like uh, whole market niche. And um, wait, but but Aaron, the, the Justice Department is is uh, you know totally bringing Facebook and Google to oh they're going to gonna bring them down with their investigate their the, the cases on their monopoly any cases day now. Are, uh, Facebook and Hillary going on right now. Facebook and Hillary are going down. <laughs> yeah, no, and then and then you get like something like eBombs World, and like you used to have a bunch of different video ser- you know services, and it was just like. All right, here comes the infinity money people to buy each of those for six million bucks, and uh, all right, to go away forever, and now we're going to control that uh, avenue of technology. I mean, that's kind of how like you know uh, businesses work organically as well, um, and just and they're how they're incentivized to work within our economy and within our laws is just you know, buying up oh, competition. Totally, so. but the 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 whole story of like. Oh no! This is this guy that had this organic idea. Now he's a tr- super duper billionaire, and he just won capitalism. Is like I, a little. It's a little misleading, in my opinion. It, it's like uh, it's an already prescripted like kind of thing. Like they have people that back them. You know what? It really, honestly, reminds me of more than anything. There was a homeless guy in the Middle East. Osama bin Laden's dad. He had just an attention to detail, and then he was a bajillion. It's like, oh, he was good at organizing people. Yeah, really, a homeless guy with an attention to detail, and that's all it takes, boys and girls. And if you're not successful, it just means you didn't work hard enough. It's like, eh, there's a couple spots you you left out in between homeless and uh, bajillionaire that uh, I don't think has to do with uh, how you know how motivational you were after your. Uh, Roof laying homeless, you know, <laughs> fucking roofer, homeless friend. Oh, okay, okay. So we we have Silicon Valley all found out. We have the the schemes of uh, the the higher powers with Congress and the uh, uh, and the government figured out and their betrayal of Trump um, to McConnell. And um, then we uh, any other comments or anything else we need to talk about regarding. The uh, certification of electoral college today kind and all of, that fun yeah, stuff. Yeah, here's one other thing about that, um, about the uh, the whole protest today. So, I've I come to this realization that liberals are actually really, really good at seeing like the first pro- the problem, and then after that, it goes off kilter. So they're like, they notice that like, wait, 
they let the they let those people through, and you're like, yeah, they did. <laughs> they they did. They're, you're there, guys. You're on the right path. And then and what conclusion like, do they make? For- oh, yeah, because yeah. they're all yeah. white, and you're like, ah, you're oh, no, you're so are close. People saying that. <laughs> are people saying yes. that? It's all over Twitter. That's all it's about. It's so retarded. Is that they let them through because they're white, and for the Black Lives Matter, they actually had like a big, uh, you know, military presence to stop them. And it's like a because one was going to burn it down, the other one wasn't. But b because they want to be able to write that narrative, and they know you're going to react that way. Uh, they know you're going to be like, look how racist America is. They didn't even defend the Capitol building from these white people, but for black people, they have the whole goddamn army there. And it's like. Okay, why is that? And they're like, well, because the government hates brown-skinned people. And you're like, no, oh my god, no, how do you not see why they're doing that? They are clearly letting them through on purpose, you are right. Not because they're racist against your skin color, you dipshit. It's because they're trying to push this narrative so that you're constantly at war with each other. Yes, like, it's a means to I an end. That, it was a decision to to get to a specific outcome so they can spin a specific narrative. That was yep. the plan all along. I, I think Aaron's just too uh, too vulnerable to his, his white fragility to to where he's not capable of uh, seeing every event and every person um, solely through the lens of skin color, like yeah. all of these, uh, woke, woke progressive people are able to, these are these enlightened individuals. It really it is true. If you don't see the lens through, if you don't see everything through the lens of race and gender, then you're a racist. Oh, excuse me. Intersectionality. That's what I meant. Uh, not, not, um, you know, seeing through the lens of skin color, intersectionality. It's a, it's a real academic study and stuff. Right, that, sounds look real it up. Smart. <laughs> uh, <pseudo> signs. <laughs> <laughs> sorry well, it's, just like, it's yeah. crazy that they think that that like the, that some head of a corporation cares what your skin color is like no they see you all as slaves do you, do you like brown dogs over white dogs like or are they just dogs it, like it doesn't matter they'll sell you either one whatever makes them yeah. money but <laughs> then they look at you you know how there's like the brown spotted cows and the black the black and white cows and the brown and white cows. Yeah, yeah. They see you like that. They don't give a shit. You're both cattle. Both sides are cattle to them. And the fact that you think that they're treating the cattle differently because they like one kind of cattle more, you're out of your mind. And just folks out there, ask yourself, look at the mirror and ask yourself the real deep question. Are you a dairy cow or are you a cow ready for the slaughter? Oh, it's just... It really is. That's the reality of it. That's, I guess, that's my take on the on the protest. Like, it was funny, but well, you know, now the, the news <laughs> is going to be insufferable for yeah. the next. Oh God! Yeah, if it They're going to act like this is the new nine eleven. Like this, this was a huge tragedy, and, and like no, a cop shot a girl, and, and that's it. That's all that happened. I want to look into that too because I wonder. You know me, but I would love to see if like if she's real or if, you know, they just had five people, you know, it, it looked real. The, re- the reactions and stuff looked real, but it just seemed odd. It seemed like maybe somebody's trying to pop off some, uh, some riots, but it's just, we're, uh, we're going to have to, never. We'll, we'll, have to what? we'll have to come back. Maybe the next... CIA office is on the other side of town. Even the filming of it, well, they were filming this random thing with a cell phone and there's like two people walk in front. You don't see anything. You hear a shot, and then she's just like uh, falls over. 
And it's like, yeah, it might be real, but it also... It was acted fairly well, though, for it to be one of those hoaxed events. I'm not going to lie. Because the one guy that's like... They, there's people around... They were around her were like reacted like a really... Like, oh, shit. But... <laughs> well, there was a, a guy behind her with a with an AR-15 that was like, oh, shit, and like pointed it toward like the door and stuff like that. Yeah, he yeah, he would have been one of the toward the cops. But the cops never shot him. That the guy Weird, pointed right? the gun at him. Right? Which is very strange. <laughs> a, a guy with an AR15 pointing at cops with and nothing and no nothing happens right after he just shot a random chick. Seems mm-hmm. a little odd. Only so a little. Over the next week or so we'll we'll review the footage. This is all uh, entirely breaking news right now today uh i'm sure there'll be some more insight coming in the, in the coming days and weeks uh but but speaking of getting to uh the reality the uh, truth of the matter aaron let's hop back to our uh, good gal pal helen <laughs> gal pal. <laughs> oh if if i lived in her time period we'd be besties i can tell you that much <laughs> <laughs> I'd be putting a live, laugh, love posters all over a room so she couldn't see them. <laughs> <laughs> you, you put them in Braille, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, good idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll just put up a normal picture of it. <laughs> just a mocker. <laughs> you'll, you'll. Oh, God. Okay. So, what's the story with Helen Keller? She's trending. And I was like, awesome. Because there's no way that Helen Keller trending is not going to be funny. So I want to see why she's trending. And um, apparently Gen Z uh, doesn't believe she existed. Which is the correct opinion, by the way. She definitely, the way that... Wait, wait, that she didn't exist at all? No, like, she didn't exist the way we're taught. Like, there's not a blind, deaf woman that did all the things she did. So... Okay, go on. Yeah, the reason that's a hundred percent true is just so. Okay, you, you have, okay, Josh? Tell me what you know of Helen Keller. Uh, I watched that one movie about her, and yeah, she was blind and deaf, and uh, very hard to you know teach or take care of, and eventually uh, she she does the you know touch people's throats and like I can re- reproduce those vibrations and make the people sounds. And then she uh, learned the word water. Yeah. Okay. Is that, is that perfect. everything? That's perfect. Wah wah. So thank wah wah. Yeah. Wah wah. <laughs> <laughs> a very touching movie. Do you wait, b- wait? Wait. Hold on. Before you get into it, Josh, do you know the extent of her blindness and deafness? Was it like pitch black, completely silent, or was it you know like fuzzy and could hear some? frequencies and stuff like that like do, do you know the extent of it Shit, that's a that's a good question i watched the movie when i was a little kid so and yeah. how they depict it in the movie it's uh like 100 percent blindness and deafness um but i i did not question it when i was a little kid and haven't really thought about helen keller since yeah okay yeah because we were me and aaron were discussing that earlier and uh we just didn't really understand the extent of her deafness and blindness if it was like 100 percent or you know uh big mostly blurry can only see like you know larger or darker objects in contrast to light and and things like that but so okay Aaron you're up well the way they portray it is that she's a hundred percent blind and a hundred percent 
deaf. Like, you know what I mean? They don't, they don't say mostly blind, mostly deaf, or legally blind, or anything, you know what I mean? Yeah. This was, like, early 1900s, or whenever. They didn't really have you know, real modern medicine and definitions of blind and deaf back then. Yeah, so let's just assume 100-100. That's how they tell it to us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If she's 80-80, then her story is not even impressive, and no one cares. So, (laughs) like, yeah. So here's the thing, Jack. So take a, imagine a person, a toddler, who is blind and deaf. Um, now give them an apple and figure out a way to get them to say the word apple in connection with that item. So they can't see you be like, yeah, or like they have no feedback from you with sight. What's the context of a touch if you can't see or hear? You, you get what I'm saying? So. I, I, I would I would come up with um like dentist style mouth devices like say something that holds your mouth open in an ah sound or something like like the it, something that where she's forced to do that for the, the sound like something like you know mechanically uh would would connect those things that uh, uh you know seem like a logical approach. I'm not even gonna lie, Josh. That is by far the best answer that anyone has ever come <laughs> up with for that. To force... Yeah, it actually really is. Yeah, to hand her an apple and to force her mouth into making the motions for apple. And that that is by far the best explanation. It's not even what they showed in the mo- in the shitty movie. Like, they didn't... They don't even say that's what they did for her. They, like, splashed her with a bucket of water and she's like, wah, wah, wah. Yeah, like trying to write letters in the palm of her hand or something. Uh, so I'm I'm reading a Wikipedia. Um, she she had uh, gotten sick as a child with uh, either scarlet fever, fever, or meningitis or something, and the 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 uh, and that left her deaf and blind. And uh, so, but how how they she phrases it? Uh, she lived as she recalled in her autobiography at sea in a dense fog. So how did she know what sea was? Fog, she was 19 hun- months old when she went <laughs> deaf and blind. Like that's she was an artistic oh, mind. Dude, I don't. This is my favorite know. part. Here's some of her quotes. The best It's an inspiring story, the man. The best and most beautiful things in the world cannot be seen or even touched. They must be felt with the heart. She doesn't have any context to know what any of those things she's talking about. She doesn't know what the context of beautiful is. Literally. It is 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 that the inspirational quote uh AI like inspirational quote generator? That's what I feel like when I hear that. Like, dude, it was generated, don't worry. Like so it people aren't even they can't think about like how I, oh so this is the defense on Twitter people are talking about how Keller, Helen Keller isn't real and it's hilarious I'm dying laughing because it's so true and uh, people are like wow that's really ableist and it's like it has nothing to do with being ableist I think blind people can do certain things and I know deaf people can do a lot more things even. But you combine the combination of those two things is so crippling to your context of reality around you that you cannot say alone we can do so little. Together we can do so much. Life is either a daring adventure or nothing. 
keep your face to the sunshine and you cannot see the shadows. It's like, oh, these are <laughs> what? all what? Colin Colors, Those... quotes, by the way. See the shadows. She knows what, what shadows is are. The context. <laughs> How do you understand the context behind seeing a shadow or knowing what a shadow is? There is no way. She read about it in a book. Yeah. yeah. How do you read <laughs> Braille? No one can show those. You can't hear to know to, for someone to tell you what the Braille means. You can maybe, like I said, the these dots represent Apple. But like they have no way to find out if like uh, it, you know what I'm saying? Like oh, yeah. in, yeah, in, yeah. in my mind, she, she's currently slipping down to about seventy five percent deaf and seventy five percent blind. We'll, we'll see be. with the rest of this explanation whether it goes back up or down. There there is no contextualization for her to 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 assume one thing to another. You know what I mean? Especially abstract things like beauty. You know yeah. what I mean? If if you well, can't <laughs> Bob, maybe maybe this is maybe this is proof of the the collective conscious of society and that we have some uh, some people have a a sort of a you know a parapsychic uh link between oh, each shut other. Oh, the fuck up. Able to <laughs> All right, Josh, I want you to listen to something. So I have a clip Jesus. of Helen Keller speaking, the real Helen Keller. Yeah, yeah I've I've heard clip. Sorry, uh play it. Yeah, Bob, play, play it for like play 10 it. seconds. I was not expecting this, so, so I'll just give me one uh, second. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey, no wait, problem. hold on. I'll, I'll give Josh a little context here. So, Josh, listen to this for 10 seconds. Then I'm going to pose something to you, and we're going to listen to it again. Okay, Keep here we go. Mind, she's blind and deaf. It is not blindness or deafness that burns me in my dark. It is not blindness or deafness that bring me my darkest hours. Alright, pause. It is the, I think Let's go back to 149. Yep. Play it again. So, Josh, no, I have a question for him. No. So, Josh. Why does this deaf blind bitch have a British accent? <laughs> Wait, didn't she grow up in like uh I think I was oh, hearing uh Cape Cod. Yeah, so no, she was born in Alabama. Connecticut. Yeah. If she's deaf and blind, how does she have any accent? How is it not just deaf person speak? This this is the evidence we need that uh, British English is the proper English. And American English is the bastardization. It was never meant to yeah, exist. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I agree with that. <laughs> if, somebody who can't, if somebody who can't even hear the language comes up with it as British English, then that is she, obviously the right way to go. She literally sounds like a British woman in like a play that's like overacting as an old like crabby British woman, like, oh, Samuel, why are you doing this? Like that, that accent that looks super. Yeah, she, it's top. a combination of that and like some a combination of that, like some mild bells palsy where like she, she like can't <laughs> say some syllables quite right. Jesus. That's, that's what's going on there. Uh, somebody got her vaccines. She got, a, she got a scarlet fever <laughs> vaccine. <laughs> so look, now listen for her accent. And, and let that lady translate it again, too, because that's really funny of what this lady's telling you the translation is, because it sounds nothing <laughs> like it. And so they're also in this video, they're they're holding hands, and this is the way that uh, we're told that that's how she communicated with people and how it translated. She was able to translate through this this helper that had taught her how to like learn uh, and read and, and all this stuff. So here we go. It is not blindness. 
Forgiveness that burns me my It is not blindness or deafness that bring me my darkest hours. Okay. Okay. She well, talks like the translator. She says, like a, she, by the way, well, she she says burdens me, not. Uh, what did she translate it to? Okay, let me play it back. It is not blindness or deafness that bring me my darkest hours. Oh, I yeah. Heard burdens Bob, maybe me. you should translate for. Bob, you should start translating for blind and deaf people. You're clearly talented. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, she did say burdens me. <laughs> I thought she said I boosted the volume. <laughs> there too, <so. laughs> but but it is that that rise and fall and and the um uh the inflection of a British accent. You're right, though. She has the same accent as her helper, and she's supposedly blind and deaf. <laughs> this is made up. Like this story is non. Sense. Um, so people, okay. so, so, so here's some of the Twitter comments on this. Perfect, perfect. Apparently, TikTok has convinced me Helen Keller wasn't real. Uh, I know. Am, are we missing out? Whoa, 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 is there whoa, whoa, like a segment to, wait, of hold on. woke TikTok? You have to give TikTok <laughs> credit for their nurse dances, okay? <laughs> oh, oh. Excuse me. Yeah, that's what I mean. His nurse dances scared me away from TikTok, though. And TikTok was cool the whole time. (laughs) Basically, yeah. Here's another one. All of TikTok is talking about Helen Keller, and I love that I'm not alone because I used to get into it with my teachers when I was younger because that shit ain't sit right with me. I was always like, somebody is fucking lying to us. This is not real. If Helen Keller was real, then so was Optimus Prime. I don't make the rules. <laughs> what, what is that comparison? Yeah. <laughs> Another one that's great. For some reason, I read Helen Keller as Anne Frank in my mind, and I thought this was twice as based. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so close. <laughs> oh, and Frank's, uh, you know, next week or sometime soon after that. Hello, 2021. I want everyone to know that Helen Keller was not real. I hope Harry Styles and Louis Tomlinson are having a great New Year's Eve living in each other's minds. I don't know who the hell those people are, but I just like that that's the first statement of 2021 for this girl. The One Direction guy. So, like... Harry Styles? Yeah. After heavy consideration, I too believe Helen Keller is a figment of the American population's imagination. I'm, I'm looking now for the people. That, <laughs> it like, stops the Helen Keller, up. though. There's people freaking out and being like so uh, passive aggressive, like not even passive aggressive. They're just like so dismissive. Like I can't believe that people are saying this. Oh yeah. I mean, the, the general Helen, attitude. Helen Keller is trending again, and I've said it before, but the belief that she did not exist because of her disability is inherently ableist and not really, and really not that funny. And it's like, but it's a little it's, funny. It's right? not even right? that. It's like, like this girl clearly can't sit down and think for two seconds. Like a blind and deaf person cannot do the things that they claim that she did. There's no context for her for the things that she says. Like her, all of her inspiration. What, what about books. all the blind and deaf people who have done it since? It's, or did we destroy that technology? technology. <laughs> <laughs> and it's too expensive to get it back. 
We destroyed that. Oh my god. I'm just thinking of Helen Keller Don Pettit babies now. (laughs) I would write inspirational quotes in a nanosecond, but we destroyed that technology and it's a painful process to bring it back again. (laughs) <laughs> Wait, was that was that the Don Pettit in, impersonation or was that the Helen Keller one? <laughs> oh no. Oh, I love it. This is great. Okay, that that's it. That's it. The Gen Z doesn't believe in Helen Keller and they're correct. She's deaf. I'm very, I'm The very story sorry. of Helen Keller is starting stupid. to get some faith back in Gen Z. Uh, yeah. In to, in today's depressing news and the depressing news cycle that, that we're in right now this is great to hear that the younger generation is more skeptical than we were as millennials taking everything so fo- like spoon fed that, that we learned like the food pyramid Helen Keller <laughs> yeah oh the, the food pyramid what a what a coincidence you bring that up Bob oh yeah go ahead you know, uh, the, this this last week, the USDA released their new dietary guidelines for Americans for uh, for 2020 to 2025. Oh, let me question. guess. It's the food pyramid, but in, like, long form. Yeah, yeah it's the food pyramid boards. Like, is it really? You know, food pyramid is the picture book, book version. I mean, pretty much. <laughs> they really <laughs> haven't split the same. food pyramid yet? It's current year, guys. No, so it's it's not... It, it, it's not the food pyramid. The food pyramid was introduced in like the the mid late eighties. Uh, so, so the original USDA dietary guidelines for Americans was in nineteen eighty, um, and I think mid late eighties was the, f- the original food pyramid. And now they have like the the my plate thing. And if you go to myplate.gov, you can go fill out your profile and see how many calories and what that sort of the thing better things you need in your diet. And it's pretty much exactly as you expect. It's like, oh hey, I don't need a lot of vegetables. And at the end it says you should eat more vegetables. Huh? Okay, that's how informative. <laughs> Um, but, sorry, Bob, what was, what was your question? I was going to say, because we talked about this a little bit before starting the show, and I asked you, what was the, the rate of rise in obesity and uh, diabetes after the government came out and recommended the food pyramid, which is the current food uh, dietary recommendation that they are espousing today? Because there was a pretty significant um, so- jump and, and increase in both of those, right? Yeah, there there was a big um so there was gradually increasing obesity rates already, but the the rate um uh you know the rate went up quite a bit uh starting in the 80s. Um I there's a paper I'll have in the show notes uh, from the CDC website where they, they go over that and like you know a bunch of specific stats and whatnot. But um it effectively went from somewhere in like the uh 20s percent. It it varied depending on demographic like you know, a child, adult, man, woman, and whatnot. But let's say like an average, somewhere the twenties percent, and now it's uh, I believe forty two percent obesity rate in uh, in Americans. Forty two percent. Yeah, yeah. Oh. No, it, I I looked it up because um. So the the beginning of the USDA dietary guidelines, there's a little little prologue thing, and it's talking, it's, and it says uh, over fifty percent of Americans have a uh, diet related or diet caused uh, chronic illness, right. chronic How many disease. <laughs> Over fifty percent. You know what? Wait. You know what? But, but you know start out wait. with thing knowing that forty-two percent are obese already. So like the <laughs> so other, that's you know, like 10%. a majority of it. <laughs> yeah, but obesity—they probably are considering a, a diet-related chronic illness, right? Yeah, I, I, I think so. So, so then I, there's like ten percent people that aren't considered obese but have diabetes. I mean, there, there are other things. Well, uh, th- I mean, they probably some mean, uh, you know, inflammation, autoimmune, or immune things. There, there are a bunch of different uh, di- other chronic diseases caused by diet. 
So uh, th- this is like a weird tangent, but I remember like probably five to like eight years ago, I was driving down the freeway and I remember seeing a billboard that read and it's like uh, one in three children uh, in the United States are going hungry or, or suffering from starvation. And then like two miles down the freeway, there was another billboard <laughs> that said, um, uh, oh, wh- wh- what did I say? The first one, one in three. One in, one in three. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the, the next one was two and three. No, was the the next one was one in five children in America uh, are suffering from obesity. <laughs> so it's like in a collection of things, like you have fifty percent of children that are either obese or starving. <laughs> but don't worry, so. that's one hundred percent bullshit. I mean, not the obesity part, but the start. There's not one in three kids that are going hungry. I live in like the poorest town in the world. Yeah. Those kids were going hungry. It's not one in three. Where do they even yeah, get that number? Yeah. Uh, it's it's probably some inflated like social science survey that that someone took about you know trying to give more money to public schools yeah. so they could feed them and and not the families. Yeah, that's exactly you know? how that works. I, I, You're right. Well, that's exactly how they got that. I will comment with that. Oh, thank you. I will comment with that that uh, the USDA dietary guidelines are what inform and you know uh, d- determine some of the. Uh, uh, policy on uh, food uh, food stamps the, the snap and wick and stuff um so like the these do matter a bit because our tax these affect how our tax dollars are paid or our what they're going towards so essentially because of these guidelines um people who are in need and are are on food stamps they can go and buy unhealthy food for themselves like too much bread too much but candy unhealthy and- like Obviously, they can. You know, it's it's limited to you know healthy the whole foods, uh, the fresh foods. So, okay, let's get a little bit into uh, the diet stuff. Um, if you guys were to list four things that you think you're supposed to limit in your diet, um, what what would you what would you point towards? Carbs. Car- yeah, carbs, sugar are the two big ones. Um, Trans fats. Yeah, like any like. Oil, like, uh, like, like, no, not any, not any oils, but like uh, a lot of like, like canola oil. Don't put whatever that would Pro- be. Processed seed and vegetable oils. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember. I was trying to remember. Josh had pointed that out earlier. I was. Just, I just <laughs> couldn't remember which. Yeah, I remember the seed oil, and I was asking if avocado was. Oh, and dairy. Was probably a part not of that. too much dairy either. No, avocado's good. Too, too much dairy is probably. Oh yeah, dude. Cheese. Cheese is horrible for you. <laughs> A little, a little cheese is fine, but like when people like don't drink a glass of milk, like that's absurd amount of dairy. Well, I mean, a single glass okay. of milk is okay compared to like two slices of cheese. What do you out of your mind? I think the cheese. I think at the end of the day is a little bit worse for you. I think because it has it actually has like cholesterol in it. No, like a lot more cholesterol. Yeah. I would say what what happens with cheese that's bad is that you have like pasta with a cheese sauce where you have like a mountain of cheese whereas if you have like True, a couple yeah. slices of cheese i think that's fine but anyways that okay we i think we narrowed it we got okay, it okay so you, you guys have a very seed oil yeah, you, you have that's our answer yeah you, you have a pretty good idea of uh you know some things that are, are bad to eat or bad to eat in excess and and why and it's very practical too it's these specific foods to uh to avoid um and yeah so you guys seem to have a pretty good idea there uh the the four that the um usda has are the 
uh, added sugars. You, you guys got that one. Saturated fats. Uh, trans fat is the, the trans saturated yeah, fats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sodium and alcohol. Sodium. So those are there for alcohol. Alcohol is not food. Actually, sorry, I take that back. Disavow. Disavow. <laughs> uh, so I'll, I'll follow up on that later because it's uh, alcohol is food thing is interesting. I was, I was trying to read up on that. So, but the the sodium thing is um, that's that's unfounded. Like the 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 limits to get for sodium and to that your goal should be to limit it is wrong. You want to get it within a band, but eating not having enough sodium is just as bad as having too much. And I'll there's some papers in the show notes I'll link to to show that. Can you have um, too much sodium? And they're, they're, like. Sorry to derail that, but I, I want to know yeah. that because I always thought oh, yeah, that yeah. was kind um, of bullshit. It'd be like having too much calcium. So, yeah, so, so you can't have too much sodium. Part, part of it's the imbalance. Um, it's it, uh, how many how many carbs you eat um, affects your sodium retention in your body. And uh, you have to balance your sodium consumption with um, potassium intake as well. So it's it's a balance uh, and depends on other things. But um, and you you can get too much. What does it do to but you? But there's some stuff. If you get too much, if like I um, if I OD on sodium, what's going? What what happens to me? So if you have too much, uh, it, it is um correlated with uh hypertension and heart disease. Um, but that that's like way too much. That's not just like a you know a little bit in excess, which is what they're suggesting here is if you should limit it in in all um in all capacities. If you you'd have to be eating a, a ton to actually you know, correlate it or be at risk for hypertension. Okay. Well, yeah, like y- you also need sodium to be able to like retain uh, water in your system, right? Yeah. So sodium, yeah. like that. That's when they're talking about electrolytes for hydration. Sodium is a big part of that. Okay. Is sugar a part of that? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Like Gatorade is pretty much just sugar water. Just sugar water, because uh, yeah, there's no salt in it, is there? But there is maybe sodium. No, not really. Okay. okay. There. Well, um, the, I think last I checked, there yeah, there wasn't really much salt in in uh, Gatorade. So I I drink other electrolyte stuff. That's yeah, a lot of salt. Uh, but um, uh, yeah. So so that's the sodium thing. The and then there are saturated fats. You know, o- overarching. Um, trans saturated fats are bad for you, but. Like uh, cis saturated fats from animal products, like you know you'd have in uh, meat or cheese or whatever. That's th- those aren't um, actually bad for you. Not actually correlated with heart disease. Um, so that's that's a uh, like their um, you know kind of overall condemnation of that is is you know uh, problematic. So so they have those four things. Um, let's take a quick look back at 1980, and I, I threw in the show clips. The it's the Rainyish picture, nineteen eighty dietary guide, and um oh, what's that? They have all of these exact same things on there. Um, avoid too much added sugars, avoid too much sodium, uh, alcohol moderation, and uh, the avoid too much uh, too much fat. Um, and the, the cholesterol is yeah, in saturated fat. Um, so they didn't change that at all. What other points are there on the nineteen eighty one? Oh, eat a variety of foods, and there's something about uh, uh fiber. Um. And, oh, let's look at uh, also what's on the new USDA guidelines. Uh, <clears throat> what is it? Uh, a food group, need, uh, a variety, eat a variety of food groups and within calorie limits. They haven't changed it at all in 40 years. There's been a lot of nutrition science and a lot of research in the last 40 years and a lot of new foods and processed foods and, uh, and you know, understanding that a bunch of new diet trends and fads. 
But the overall summary and the main points, the executive summary of the USDA diet guidelines has not changed at all in 40 years. Well, you don't want to step on the toes of the General Mills lobby now, you know? It actually, okay. I know. I, I know it sounds sarcastic, but that's <laughs> real. No, no. The USDA has a, a bad history of having like former uh, Procter & Gamble and like corporate uh, executives be like moving on to be USDA, uh, you know, the higher ups and um, agents or whatever they call them. Agents. Uh, yeah. So, so there's a bunch of stuff, but like yeah, <laughs> they work for the government, they're agents, right? <laughs> yeah. But they're not like a member of the CIA or like an agent of the CIA. You know what I mean? No, but still they're, they're uh, yeah. actively yeah, trying but- to fucking poison you <laughs> for money. True. Yeah, so so, th- so they, they have this. Uh, it's not there. There are a couple things wrong with it to begin with, and it's also not particularly helpful. Like you guys mentioned, you know, some specific things: don't eat too many carbs, don't avoid uh, these, you know, uh, excessive calories and and um, uh, you know, overly fatty foods and uh, trans fats and all that. And um, dairy, dairy especially, is something to uh, be careful about because it's one of the most common uh, dietary um, allergy or intolerances. So like that's something that you should uh, you know. Be careful about eating, or uh, sometimes avoid. And, and I'm so excited um, to go to that homesteading so, lifestyle because I can't wait for my diet to just be steak and vegetables. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, which is what it should be right now. You know what I mean? Diet. Yeah, and then like as a snack that you well, have yeah, around the house is like foods, salted mixed nuts, like uh, maybe some fruit, some some Perfect. citrus, and some like bananas, a couple apples. So, yeah, so th- there we go. Uh, what variety, about, whole foods, all, all that. Okay, so I have a question here. So, like, typically for breakfast, I have fruit and, like, yogurt, essentially. Um, mostly to okay. get my potassium levels up. Uh, where does grains fall in there? Like, whole grain stuff, like something like granola or something like that? Probably uh, shouldn't have that much of that n- either, honestly. Probably just, like, really? limited amount. Like, like, treat that like dairy. You should only have, like, a little bit. Yeah, so the the USDA guidelines they they um, talk about eat fewer uh, you know processed um, or sim- simple uh, simple sugars, refined uh, refined carbs. So yeah, a, a complex um, complex carb like granola or something would would be preferred. That's what they would recommend. Um, but no, and, I'm asking but, what but, you would recommend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're actually- <laughs> oh yeah oh sorry, what I recommend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's uh um, no, that's good. Sorry, you said uh. Fruit and yogurt, was that it? Fruit, yogurt, and sometimes granola mixed in with, like, the yogurt. But I'm thinking, like, granola is good for, like, fiber needs, right? Essentially. Like, that that was, like, uh, my I, mindset I, going into it. Oh, okay. Uh, my digestion is always good when I eat granola, so um, okay. sure. That's, uh, <laughs> but, um, it, I, dietary fiber isn't quite as essential as they've always had you think it is. Um, like, there are a bunch of, uh, like, the, the carnivore diet people and, and like a paleo or um, a keto diet people who, uh, you know, talk about varying their diets and have some citations of studies where uh, dietary fibers isn't, isn't the end all be all. I feel like digestion. keto is and like, like right. That's what the, the one that makes sense to me the most. Where I'm like, okay, that makes that that sounds yeah. Right. Fruits, fruits, vegetables, and like good quality meat essentially. Um, because I actually yeah, noticed so, uh, I, I never had like a good intake in fiber until I started um, eating elk steak pretty much like every day or every other day. I have a, a freezer full of this stuff. And so I just it's so hard for me to get rid of it. I have to eat it all the time. And I noticed when I switched 
to that from like my 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 normal diet. Uh, I mean, everything fiber wise was like, never been better in my life. <laughs> the whole, uh, well, that, you know, like the whole digestive process became like that much smoother. Uh, but it, I, I don't think fiber, like granola fiber or anything like that, does anything on a nutrition level. You know, it kind of helps like the mechanics of 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 your system work, not you know, give you the, the, the correct nutrition that you need for your body to run at its peak, you know? So a lot of digestion is just, um, what foods your body digests more easily. Uh, so depending on, um, you know, like if, uh, you have a, a dairy intolerance or if, uh, say nightshades like, uh, uh, bell peppers or, um, I think like tomatoes, is that the other one? Like if those, um, cause inflammation, then, uh, then, you'll have digestive problems. And if you eat something like, uh, for example, red meat is easy, a little bit easier to digest than white meat. So like switching to elk to begin with should be a little bit easier for di your digestion. But then yeah, having uh, you know, a, a regular intake of fiber on top of that is going to help. So there, there's you know, a lot of factors on that or it's not like a, a perfectly understood, digestion is not a perfectly understood science, but that's uh, that's whoa, 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 my, whoa, whoa, my general whoa, whoa. overview. Don't disparage science like that. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying <laughs> dietary guidelines should be developing over time and <laughs> we learn new things every year. But um, but I want to say too with um uh with what you're saying and Aaron, yeah, a very useful thing about keto is how it focuses on the macronutrients, like um how how you focus on uh you know the, the limited carb intake or you have a very very specific amount of carb intakes your body can remain in ketogenesis and then uh that's something that the USDA guidelines don't address. They they just talk about your food groups and your uh, nutrient dense foods, which by which they mean ni micronutrients like vitamins and minerals, but they don't give a good overview of like of your macronutrients, your your carbs, proteins, and fats. So when they have like uh you know your your vegetables and carbs and uh and vegetables and, and carbs and fruits and stuff, those are all just carbs or sorry vegetables, grains, and fruits. Those are all just carbs. So those are all pretty much calorie wise going in the same bin or going to affect you the same way. But there's not like an education or understanding of that that's being communicated. And that, that's an issue I take with the, the USDA guide, the dietary guidelines is it's not trying to teach people how to eat intelligently. It's just a bunch of posters with a plate and some eat less sodium uh, you know, bullet points Gosh, on we're going to put your uh, health knowledge to the test, by the way, because. Okay, okay. In, okay, on the. 22nd i'm gonna sign up we have we actually i want to give a shout out to because uh, i'm up in buffalo uh over in orchard park right by the bill stadium there is a gym called a athletes unleashed that some of you may have heard about in the news where they uh refused the Fuck old yeah. mask uh, mandate oh, <laughs> then they yes. won in the new york awesome. supreme court um where they can stay open 100 percent and there's no mask mandate uh so that I'm pretty excited for. So I'm going to go join that gym. And I am going to have you, A, give me a diet thing to follow. And then a workout okay. regimen for a Monday through Friday going to the gym with a Saturday, Sunday off. I know I probably should do six days or whatever, but. No. Two days off. No, actually, uh, I I, per I personally do five days because I need those days other days to recover. Okay, cool. so you, you have to you have to days. you have to give yourself time to. Recover. Well, Saturday should probably be like yeah, a cardio the, the, day, basically. Like even though it's a recovery day, it's just like do some cardio. I'm not going to lift all five days. 
Yeah, you can do like a light. Yeah, I probably do like um, Monday, Tuesday but, lift, Wednesday like carp, just straight cardio with Thursday, Friday lifting. Probably, uh, yeah, well, play it by ear, see how your body feels. Although I don't but, know um, what the fuck I'm talking about, so I'm not. I'm not even going to play it by ear. I'm going to play it by the the old Josh uh, Capzola standard. <laughs> so hey, fuck yeah, I'll do that with you, Aaron. Yeah, I'll go on Josh's workout and awesome. diet. Oh, dude, we're <laughs> gonna have a. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. have. You're gonna have two perfectly opposite test subjects. You're gonna have like a kind of fat guy <laughs> and a way too skinny guy. <laughs> And see who can end up the best at the end of some end of some timeline. We'll, we'll see Basically how it plays Bob, out. The, the issue is just um, the, the, with Bob. The concern is just trying to avoid uh, historic injuries for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not doing any deadlifts. I'm going to stick mostly to squats <laughs> and bench and 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 um, dumbbells and stuff like that. Not a whole lot of bar exercises there. So that's what got me into this whole mess was deadlifting improperly and my neck getting really fucked up. So I have no injuries. I'm very excited to get some old man injuries. I'm the I'm the oldest of everybody here. I'm gonna I'm gonna break my legs in half and like I'm gonna have an Alex Smith moment in like two <laughs> seconds. Or a Tom Segura. Holy shit. I'm sorry, I know we're wrapping up. But did you guys Wait, what not to Tom see what the to Tom, Tom Segura? Segura falling video? No. Oh no, I didn't. My God. Apparently like a month ago. He was in this competition with Burt Kreischer. They're trying to dunk on a nine-foot rim. And he went up for a dunk. And his leg, his knee exploded, first of all. And then his arm committed suicide and snapped behind his back. He looked like when a family guy, in Family Guy, when somebody falls and, like, they're all mangled. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It looks exactly... I have to play this up and get your guys' reaction. It's the most insane or insane thing I've ever seen in my entire in my entire life. Ever. It's crazy. Oh come on, where's just the video? Now it's all people reacting to his to his injury. It's terrible. Uh oh, he like how, slips how and falls and just like t- his legs in a weird angle. Oh. That's what I'm saying. His leg and his look at his left arm. It's crazy. Oh wait. I'm, oh, wait. Oh, shit. I, I, I don't know. Sorry. They, they played it from two different angles. The, the second angle, they you can see. What the fuck? <laughs> that thing's backwards. Oh, God. These people are ruining this with the reaction. Josh, go ahead and link it in uh, show clip so I can see this. I don't want to type with my keyboard. Um, okay. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, I, I can help you with a regimen that will be uh, you know injury preventative or avoid injury, but we'll... Uh, We'll see. Um, I, I was watching an actual uh, reaction version of this, but uh, um, yeah, as I say, scroll scroll through it. They play two different uh, two different camera angles throughout the video. I'm I need to oh my God. you guys. It's the funniest. I have a funniest thing. Hilarious. Yeah, you can see it in the thumbnail too. I've ever seen in my life. Oh my God. That's okay. Here brutal. we go. Dude, he he tripped so over no, himself. No basketball for you, Aaron. Only heavy squats. I'm not that he fat. He tripped over Jesus himself. Christ, don't let people think I'm Tom Segura fat. <laughs> I'm like uh, trying to think of what exact kind of fat I am. 
listeners, listeners, call into uh, 833-492-4442 and let me know how fat you think Aaron is. Oh, what no. what fat celebrity does he look like to you? <laughs> Again, that is 833-492-4442. Yeah, guess how fat I am based on my voice. <laughs> what kind of fat am I? <laughs> that is beautiful. Oh, goodness gracious. But I, I, think, I think that wraps us up for this week. Uh, talked about the good old uh, election protest shit. Here you go. Um, this is with Adam audio. Keller Please trending play this on Twitter and TikTok. Oh, there's audio. Okay. All right. It's Come actually right him. The USDA dietary guidelines. Thing, so it's a little better. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's gonna be me. I, at like that. I can't wait. <laughs> it was literally the the old uh, Family Guy clip. Yeah, with like Peter's uh, arm mangled behind uh, his back. He looks exactly like yeah. that. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. No, but but the sounds he was making, it was like that Peter hit his shin gag where he's on the sidewalk going ah for like three yeah. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, what a joke. On that night, Iron. Wow. On that note, Jesus. this this has been. Okay, hear me out, episode 32. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And come back next week for a very special episode. I'd like to leave everyone with a, a, a quote from the great Michael Malice. I always say that the corporate press is the enemy of the people, and I regard that as a moderate position. I don't want you to open one up me. I want to, as a quote from uh, Helen Keller. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> she said, no, what she said, guys, was, I'm a shining light in the darkness and I will see no shadows for God is with me. That's a, that's what that translates also, to. Also something about something about democracy too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> something democracy about in the communism district. just hasn't been implemented correctly yet or something like that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, TikTok helped me. Great. Good night, guys. That wasn't real communism. Uh, Good night.